Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is February 14th. The time is about uh, 3.30 p.m. Reddy, we're conducting Zoom or conference call from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise your hand. And if you're a newcomer, please let our... Vishnu? Hey Rahul, thanks for your time. Um, so I've got a couple of questions here. Um, first thing is uh, in 2020 October, my employer has uh, downgraded my application from EB2 to EB3. Um, and they, did, they amended the I-140 instead of filing a new. Uh-huh. Uh, now my priority date is October uh, 2013. So um, the date's pretty close to be, being current. Um, I'm th- trying to interfile them. If I would not recommend that you interfile right now because they amended the petition. I want okay. to hold on. There are some people who have done it to see how the results will come in. I don't want you to take the risk. Okay, so even if the dates are current, you don't want me to interfile it? Unless, unless, you, unless you refile the I-140 under EB-2, get okay. it approved under EB-2 and interfile, I'm fine with it, with that situation. But since you have filed an amended application, though, I would not mm-hmm. recommend. I would not recommend that you interfile right now. Okay, but um, okay. in what case would you recommend me to interfile it? Um, After the you file one more I one forty, get the I one forty approved, and then interfile it. Okay, got it. And. Okay. And even after doing that, um, can I, my wife's, we have our EADs uh, from the EB3 I-140. Can we use it? And yeah, to, interfile, to, interfile, to interfile, you can use the EADs. It doesn't interfere, okay. it, it doesn't interfere in your, it doesn't interfere in your, uh, it doesn't interfere in your EAD using though. Okay, both me and my wife can use the EADs. And yeah, still absolutely, you can. For interfiling, you don't have any problem. In okay. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Rushali. Thanks. Uh, hi, Rahul. Thanks for giving me an opportunity. Um, I actually, my sister and her family is getting ready to file uh, B1, B2. So for mm-hmm. her and her husband, it's renewal for B1, B2. And for her child, it's a fresh uh, B1, B2 visa. Um, and their passports are currently into renewal. So she was wondering if she could like submit the DS-160 and make a payment. And then can she go back and then 
sub, you know edit the dns well, i would recommend that she how much days it takes i've heard her it takes only one week right now if you uh, do the problem is the appointment right the dropbox appointments i'm speaking about the i'm speaking about the uh, passport renewal though passport renewal though when is the passport renewal when is the passport expiring uh it is already in process actually and i think she should expect it in another two weeks or so i would recommend to make an appointment after the passport comes in it's a recommendation it's not needed okay but uh, if at all if she you know uh, does it before uh, she cannot go back and edit the ds160 there are like, within one month period sometimes they allow it to correct it sometimes they don't allow it to correct it and if they don't allow it to correct you can send an email to the consulate office i do not with two weeks i do not want to take that risk that's up to you ma'am okay next person turns 14 she would need an interview yes once the person turns 14 they need an interview yes okay so i think she should submit before that right then in that case but before she turns 14 but what about but what about the um, what about the is this a 14 year old kid that you're speaking about the uh, the the passport is expiring all the entire family Uh, no her passport is good for child's passport is good but she, uh, for her it's a fresh visa right it's a new b1 so who visa. is her who is uh, her uh, my sister's child okay so when is your sister's child passport expiring no her passport is valid for another 5 years when you say child child you mean who is her uh, my sister's child i'm saying um, so let's pick up a child and let's speak about sister separately okay let's okay. call don't call her let's call sister and let's call the daughter okay now when is the daughter's passport expiring uh daughter's passport is good for another 5 years so we are not speaking she can, daughter can apply right now she doesn't have to wait correct correct rahul but uh, because of the appointments i like she was in a hurry because we are not getting so she was like if she i would she recommend was, i would recommend to wait until the passport comes in ma'am it's up to you if you want to risk that i would not recommend you at all to risk wait for two weeks okay okay all right thank you sorry about that mana sir hey thank you rahul for allowing me to ask your questions so sure. i'm here in a situation where i am working on my h4 which has a valid i94 but my ead is still in a receipt status uh, and okay when is I, when is your valid i94 of the h4 expiring uh 2023 december and why is your e, when is your ead expiring or expired uh ead expired December sixth, twenty twenty one, for which I have applied uh, for extension. a renewal, yeah, extension in July twenty twenty one. Why didn't you apply your EAD along with the H four visa though? I actually applied both together. Uh, in fact, we've applied my husband's H one extension, my H four and EAD all together. my husband's extension was applied in premium his approval got in just 2 weeks my h4 took 6 months and ead is still pending 
So when you file H4 plus EAD together, they only approved the H4, but not the EAD. Yes. I'm surprised. And this, ex um, so you applied EAD extension in July. So you are eligible for the working until Ju uh, June of 2022, you're eligible to work right now, right? Okay. Yes. Go ahead, yes. Go ahead with your question. So right now, my employer, I, I do contracting. My employer asked me to come in full time. So is it good for me to shift from contractor to uh, full timer with this invalid EAD? Or like, you know, the receipt EAD status. Rahul, we are not able to hear you. Um, I put the camera on. Um, Ma'am, you are on valid EAD right now, okay? Yeah. You're not, all the HR and all the people know that you have a valid authorization until June of 2022. Most probably, uh -huh. you will get an approval before June of 2022 for EAD. So if I were you, I would definitely take the full-time job. I don't see any uh, reason why you should hesitate. Okay, no, uh, I thought like, you know, maybe because I, I still have within received status, but not approved status. What if it gets delayed? And uh, so I was just worried. So if there is a chance for delay. I would say that for taking it more than one year, you have about less than 10% chance for it. Okay? Uh, okay. It could happen, but I will take the chance and take the full-time job if I were you. Okay, yeah. Thank you. So, is there any way I can ask them to expedite my EAD, or I should not? You can. Explain, you can, but I don't. I don't know how what system works for expedited for two percent of the people. It works. I don't know who, which. I can't tell which two percent it is. What circumstances it is. You can request it, but I don't know. If I know a method to expedite EADs, my line from from Houston office will be all the way to Dallas, man. But I don't know any method. Okay. Now, once you find, you let me know. Next person, please. Sure. sure. Thank you so much. Vinila. Hi, Rahul. Thank you for organizing these sessions. Uh, bear with me while, while I explain my situation here, please. Um, so I've been working, sorry, I worked with company A and applied for my green card, got my I-140 approved, and I'm much after 180 days, I moved to company B, and they processed when my... When did you file the AOS? Uh, I did not file the AOS. Okay, so only after I-140 is approved for more than 180 days, you mm -hmm. moved to a different company, okay? That is correct. Um, so company B processed my H-1B. They started my green card process and then COVID happened. It took forever. Meanwhile, my- What is the priority uh, date? Uh, 2011. So I, um, you know, my green card got 20, current. Um, 2011 what? 2011 April. Okay, go ahead. So it got current and <coughs> I uh, went ahead and filed I-485 through company A but mm -hmm. while I'm still working with company B. And mm -hmm. so I got my EAD, but I never moved back to company A. Uh, now I got my green card um, interview invitation. I'm still working mm -hmm. for company B. Um, mm -hmm. My question is, 
do I need to move back to company A before my green card interview one? And first, two, wait, wait. First of all, to answer that question, is the company A still willing to support you for you to get the green card? Yes, sir. It's not required that you move to the company B, company A before you go for the interview. Okay. Here is the thing, uh, Vanilla. Mm-hmm. Your intention is to go back and join company A. Okay. Their intention is to take. How many times have you violated the new resolutions though? (laughs) Okay. So we'll get that to that later on though. How many times you violated the new resolution right now, your resolution is only one thing and listen to me carefully that you're going to join the company after you get the green card. Is that right? That is right, sir. Okay. And it is their intention also to take you right now. That is So I want you to take a fresh, employment letter from that company okay and you're fully willing to join that company okay go ahead with your questions now you're asking something i interrupted you um so no my second question was is there a chance of my green card uh, approval get being getting on hold at all just because that, I did not... uh, no just because you did not join i don't mm-hmm. see a reason for that but it could okay. be for any other reasons maybe your birth certificate your birth date is different i don't know um, there may be a hundred different reasons, uh, mm-hmm. but I will be very surprised if they hold it because the clear directions are there from USCIS right. that they cannot deny application because you never joined the company. I see. Yeah. I mean, because uh, my I got my EAD in 2021. That's summer. fine. But yeah. that's I, I think so. That's immediate. Do you have any more questions on it? That, that's it, sir. Thank you so much okay. again. Thank you, then. If you want, you can hire a lawyer to take with you just to keep some more strength. Okay. Um, you know, if you want, you can contact our office too. But uh, to answer you straightly though, as long as your company is willing to, and you're willing to join, I don't see any problem. We'll speak about the newer resolutions later on after you get the green card, okay? Sounds good. Have a good day. Next Bye. person, please. Ayal? Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, uh, I have a question. Uh, if I join a new company on my EB3 EAD uh, with the approved I-140, uh, if uh, my previous company withdraws the I-140, is there any issue with I-45J or green card? We are already assuming they will withdraw the I-140 once you move. So that's already accounted for. So it's been 180 days since your I-485 has been filed. What is your priority date? Uh, 2014 May. No, I, I I don't see any problem whatsoever at all if you move and if they withdraw I-140. I would recommend that you file a 485J. It's a lot of people say we will do it later on, but that's up to you. I would strongly recommend it, but it's not mandatory that you do it. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, man. And we do assume that the 48, they will withdraw the 485, uh, I-140, sorry. So that's already assumed. Next person, please. B. Babu. Hey, hi Rahul. Thanks for uh, taking my question. So, um, in 2018, uh, you know there was a, a transfer petition filed from uh, from my original company to T-Mobile. That is, you know, T-Mobile filed it, and um, you know, while that uh, petition was uh, uh, pending, uh, uh, you know, my I-94 had expired. 
uh, and uh, then the petition actually eventually got uh, denied. And when that uh, got denied, uh, you know, within seven days of it uh, getting denied, I moved back to India. Uh, you know, my company, my new company actually filed a brand new petition, uh, which got approved. Uh, and then I attended stamping interview. Uh, sorry, I actually, I, I have qualified for Dropbox and I put the... Um, a DS-160 okay. in, in mm -hmm. Dropbox. Um, mm -hmm. However, I got a, a 221G, uh, you know, ask, not for any document, but asking me to attend an interview. Um, okay. I attended the interview. They asked only one question about uh, this overstay. I uh, explained it uh, saying that, you know, I had a petition pending and- uh, Got the point. Uh, I got yeah. the point. Okay. Right? So now uh, they, they approved my visa and I returned uh, to uh, the US. Now, mm -hmm. uh, what's actually happening is um, uh, after I returned, my I-140 got approved. Uh, my new uh, extension with this company, T-Mobile, it, it has been approved. Uh, I'm planning to go to uh, India. And if I go now, I have to get a, a new stamping done. My Dropbox. question, mm -hmm. yeah, my question is, you know, I'll, I'll go for Dropbox uh, again, most likely, um, because, you know, uh, pretty much everyone is- I got it. Uh, Good, go ahead. So it, now, uh, what, so, so I'll have to, so there are two uh, issues. One is, you know, uh, the the 221G that I got last time, I'll probably have to mention That's, that as a refused. Um, no, 221G, it's not, your visa was not refused though. Uh, okay, so in the question which says, you know, uh, was your visa refused? Or do I say yes or uh, do I no, say- No, you just, you just only got a query though. Or your visa was not refused, is right? Are you speaking about here in United States or there? In India, when they in, call you for the interview. Yeah, in India, right? In the, when So I put it in the Dropbox. I got my passport returned and they asked me to come for uh, an interview, right? Um, uh, and then yeah, it got approved. Then they, then they got approved. So you never, your visa never got denied. Okay. So I can actually um, uh, mention that. In the DS-160 that. form, yeah. you mentioned that your know, visa never got denied. Okay. And in one of the security questions, you know, it lasts uh, about overstay in the last uh, time when I uh, applied uh, for DS-160, I had mentioned that, you know, uh, I had these seven days of overstay. With yeah, you mentioned that again. You mentioned that again. So, and do you see that becoming a problem this time, you know, last time? No, sir. Uh, no, sir. no, sir. It's not a problem. That was Trump era and uh, it should not have been a problem last time also. I don't know yeah. why it happened but I'm not expecting it this time. Yeah, and uh, subsequently what has happened is the the, the petition which was denied, uh, you know, the company, it applied the MTR motion to reconsider uh, while it also had applied a brand new petition, right? So after I got my visa stamped and all that, the original petition, which was uh, denied. But still mention the seven days of a, uh, on a uh, unlawful okay. presence. You'll be in a good shape, okay? Okay. Um, so okay. there's nothing to be scared of uh, when mentioning that. No, sir. No, sir. Okay. All right. Next Thank person, you. Please. Thank you very much. Prachi. Uh, hi. Hi, Reddy. This is uh, Prachi. I have a question uh, related to H4EAD auto extension. Mm -hmm. uh, so in the month of November 2021, we have applied for H1, H4 and EAD at the same time. Uh, when is the H4 and EAD expiring? Uh, it is in April, April 2022. Okay. Uh, when is uh, your husband's H1B expiring now? Uh, it is actually approved uh, after two weeks. Uh, we got this H1. Got when is it expiring? Uh, April. 
April 2025. Yeah, 2022. No, ma'am. He got his extension done from April 2022. Oh. So it must oh. have been expiring in April 2025. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay, it's keep a, going. Uh, so to update my I-94, we have used the land route and updated. Uh, we got an update of I-94. Based when on is my, your I-94 expiring? Uh, same, sir. It's on April. Which year again? Because you never told me that magic word 2025. Uh, so I-94 was expiring on 2020. Now, right now, when you went to the land border, when you came back, when is your I-94 expiring? It's on 2024. 2024, which month? Uh, April. Okay. So your I-94, current I-94 is expiring in April 2024. Yes. Your EAD is expiring in April 2022. Yes. So you definitely have an extension for six months from April 2022. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so um, few uh, in, on this Friday, like uh, Feb 7th, uh, we got a H4 approval, uh, but H4 EAD is still pending. Uh, so... Uh, and uh, we have spoke to our husband attorney. So he told to reapply for H4 EAD with the updated I-94. So I'm a little confused. Like as my H4 got approved, what to do next? I got it. I got it. Um, I would not recommend it though, but there is nothing harm in refiling though. Okay. Uh, so it's good to reapply. Yeah, there's not, no harm in reapply. You won't be okay. any loss. Okay, got it. Yeah, that okay. was my... Yeah. yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank Next person, please. Ram? Hey, Rahul. Uh, this is Ram here. I have a quick question on my EB3, I-140 and 485, which is pending. Uh, I got a new job where I'm, uh, the employer is willing to file a 485J. But the EB3 wait, is still wait, wait. pending. Did you say I-140 is pending? My EB3 I-140 is pending. What's the prior date? December 2013. And, and my EB2 is approved though. What? So what I'm trying... What, what is that? approved? EB2, EB2 is approved. EB2 that's is approved. approved. You filed a downgrade in October 2020s, right? Yeah, that that's part right. I know, but your underlying I-140 is still not approved, okay? That's right. So if I consider to switch to the new employer with a pending EV3 I-140 and a pending I-485, and the employer is no. willing to file the 485J, would it be, I mean, like the EV3 I-140 doesn't get approved, this 485 will be denied, right? You're absolutely right. Uh, so there's nowhere on. So I should get the I-140 approved and only then go to the... Right. Did you employer. not try the premium processing? Um, this is with the previous employer. So I have to switch. He said should come onto my payroll for premium processing. I did not go onto his payroll yet. Go there. Yeah. So, <coughs> go there. Okay. Okay. And one other unrelated question or maybe related. So I have my EAD right now. So once... Uh, Don't suppose the EAD until I-140 is approved. Okay, that, yeah, that's the next leading question. So I'll uh, say I go back to my previous employer, EB3 I-140 is approved, and I start then, using the EAD. Would it be a problem you... or should I stay? No, the, then you're free. Then you're free. Then you're free. Okay. And you can start using EAD and you can move to a different company as soon as I-140 is approved. Okay. And then can, in case of something goes wrong with the EAD or 485, I can still go back to H-1B, correct? 
there are ways to do it there are ways to do it yes but okay. i strongly recommend you don't make any move until the i140 is approved and okay. i would like to you to do anything and everything to do premium processing of i140 okay and don't got use it. the year until i140 is approved okay got it Next uh, thank you so much mohit tyagi hi rahul uh, this is mohit so mohit wife is currently on h4 ead expiring july 2022 she was on h1b i think on 2020 so she lost her job on 0331 march basically 2020 mm-hmm. 2020 okay and then uh, she moved to h4 h1 to h4 basically change of status and uh, filed on 0415 and approved on uh, july 2020 so if we have to ah. calculate the active h1 july 2020 okay so That's if we have to fast, okay yeah so right now his uh, h4 ead is expiring on july 2022 as i mentioned so if we have to file h1b because h4 ead approvals are getting delayed no there we, are ways ar- there are ways around it No, but we don't want to go outside of US. You won't. You don't want to go. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're fine Suppo- with moving to H1B. Okay. Right. So how to calculate that uh, active H1B days? Basically, around that time frame when she lost the days. So we have to calculate H1B till 31st of March or 2020, 2020 July or what? Definitely not 2020 July. But okay. it will be. I would be. It will be safe to say April 15, 2020 would be the better one. Okay, and then from April fifteen, it will be H four. That's right. Okay, and is it risky that she will go back to H one B now after EAD H four EAD? Is it like uh, no, no, not a risk, not a risk. What's it? There is no risk at all. And can she file H four EAD later, like for future start date? Once her absolutely, expiry? you 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 is, is if your H one B is expiring at a uh, at a later date though. Okay, most right. probably in two thousand twenty five. File the H four plus EAD. Throw the an application of that one too. Right, like yeah, end of this year with a future date of twenty five or twenty four, whatever. Right, that yeah. can be done. I I do not agree with the future date, but throw a H four application. It's very hard to explain right now. Throw a H four, and then she can move to H one D. Okay, and then when the H four comes in, she moves to H four. Right, right, right. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person, please. Ushwasa, hi. Um, thanks for taking my question. Um, I'm mm-hmm. currently on OPT, and my employer is going to do my electronic registration for H1B uh-huh. in coming March. Uh-huh. Um, I also am planning a trip to India soon, so I just want to understand what the travel recommendation is around this. Situation. When are you planning to take a travel to? Uh, to India. Uh huh. um uh, i don't have specific dates in mind i was kind of hoping to plan it around what happens here um okay if it gets sell if you if you get selected you have until june 30th to file your h1b mm-hmm. application don't travel after the h1b has been filed okay travel before okay yeah uh don't file the h1b when you're outside the country you can mm-hmm. file the lottery when you're outside the country but not h1b when you're outside the outside the country okay okay yeah uh, you get it uh, so mm-hmm. here is the reason though if you file a change of status you leave the country you're mm-hmm. considered to have abandoned the change of status application mm-hmm. that means technically you're not counted to the h1b number so once you come back 
H1B will be approved, the change of status will be denied. Then they have to file the change of status again, or you have to go outside the stamping. So that's the reason, avoid the travel when the H1B is pending. If you have to delay it, you can delay it because you have until June 30th to file. Hmm. Yes, sure. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, ma'am. Next person, please. Rish. Hi, Ralph. This is Shantosha. So I have a question. Like, uh, my priority date is July 2014, and my employer allows working from home. So I'm planning to move to a different. Did state. you file the AOS? No, I did not. So my name is in EB2. And okay. uh, my employer, since uh, due to COVID, he allows working from home. So okay. I'm planning to move to the different state. So will that have any impact once the state becomes current? Because my employer said I might have to come back to the state to show this is my residence from where the GC was filed. It is, yeah. If So at that time, you can always come back, is right? Yeah. So absolutely no problem at all. None whatsoever at all if you change the state right now. It will be in zero impact. And it is not all the time that you have to come back. It is your promise to come back and their promise to take, okay? Yeah. And remember the New Year promises. Yeah. Okay. okay, that's afterwards. We can discuss afterwards after you get the green card. Yeah. So until then, it's a promise for you to go there. It's a promise that uh, that the, they have a job there. And then after after you get it, then we can go back to your New Year promises. Yeah, because I don't know like uh, when we need to come back, how much duration do we need to stay in this state? Remember the New Year promises. We'll discuss it after you get the green card. Yes, yeah, sounds good. Uh, I think so. You don't look like you break the New Year promises, but I do. Next person, please. <laughs> Banu? Banu? Yes, Banu, I can't hear. I can't hear you, Banu. Okay, Pooja? I'll take one more call after this. Um, go ahead, Pooja. Hi, Rahul. So my husband is a primary applicant for our green card. So we filed in October 2021. My husband and I have got the green card. Okay, we got our green cards. We filed in October 2021. But my son also, we had filed his also <coughs> with us, but he got an advanced parole and an EAD card, not a green card. So I have two questions around this. Is First thing is, now, can we travel is, to India? How old is your son? My son is 15. He's going to be 16 next month. Okay. Can you travel to India? Um, uh, so when you travel to India, your son is going to travel on advanced parole. You guys are going to travel on green card. Green card, correct. I, I don't see any problem in your travel. Absolutely no okay. problem. And let me tell you one other thing. Though. What if his green card gets approved when he is outside the country and the green card is not in his hand? It's okay. It's okay. He can come back on advanced parole. Okay. So there are no complications there. Okay. And just a question related to this is, so now just because my husband and I have a green card, my husband, my son is on advanced parole card in EAD. Can my husband's job changing affect my son's GC? No, it does not. 
no do uh, just uh, asking this question knowing about your expertise do you know according to your expertise why my son's thing did not get a green card <laughs> and uh, um, i i mean he's we, a child we, we have seen we have seen a lot of um, what what is uh, what is the receipt notice of yours msc yeah. we have seen some new officers what happened is that they segregated the files of the spouse they segregated the files of the kids some things it went and that's one of the reason why i think so it could be that it got segregated somewhere uh, and the, he was you filed in october 2021 is right by Correct. the time he was 14 years i uh, know he was 15 he's going to be 16 next month so when you file you file with 1225 or 750 dollar fees though 1225 it should be correct everything is it gets segregated that's all i can tell you right now but no other reasons right because it no, was very clear we are seeing about 10 no it's not about 10% of the cases are happening like that aha uh-huh. okay no so i just wanted to know that <coughs> yeah sure do you know any uh, just a vague figure in your mind a time estimate of uh, say uh, i cannot tell it it can take two months it can take two years for your son to get the green oh. card and there is nothing you can do but he's but all safe now from he's he's protected aging out he's protected okay. in aging out your husband can move the jobs uh, okay. and also you he can travel absolutely not a problem and make sure you apply for his eid in advance for renewal just in case if it gets to that stage next and last caller please okay thank you rahul banu yeah thank you rahul for giving the opportunity so i have sure, a few questions so my h1b max out time is on april 20 2022 which is this year including all the travels for first 6 years okay so i am planning to returning to india so i have couple of opportunities in india as i mean i am planning to join oh, wait a minute soon- wait a minute what's going on with your i140 in the past 5 years and 8 months or 11 months i mean i we i had applied for i140 my initial plan was i am planning to return to india after 6 yeah, years yeah that's what everybody tells that's what i told to um so anyway so, so you're the, going to plan to return to india okay yes so the thing is i have couple of opportunities in india i am planning to join one of them as soon as i go to india so i am planning to quit my employer here <coughs> company mm-hmm. here so can i travel on the last day of notice period to india yeah when when is when are you planning to travel though april april 10th is april 20th is the is the six year expiration and you're planning to travel on april yes. 10th yes at least 10 days before yeah that's perfect you can travel absolutely not a problem okay thank you but don't you have a plan to come back and file a green card application or anything like that i uh, know due to family reasons and everything so okay you, you, if somebody doesn't have a plan to come back they want to go to india you don't need to come to me i'm the wrong guy <laughs> you're a indian citizen anyway uh, no. you can you can, still, you can travel need to file yeah you can travel on the last day you're good sir no problem thank you guys for coming the next conference call will be tomorrow at 11:30 don't forget that we do have a youtube and facebook live tomorrow at 5 to 6 sorry we couldn't take all the people's call 
Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.